Are you sick of getting yet more emails asking you to complete a survey? In this episode, I'm going to share with you what a large mobile phone company taught me not to do with feedback and how you can learn the three steps that they should have followed. You're listening to the REI Branded Podcast. It's for you, the busy real estate investor who wants to stand out from the crowd and attract the right leads, right partners, and right clients every time. My name's Paul Copcut, and each week we'll be looking to decode and uncover what makes a real estate investor brandtastic and how you can apply it to your real estate investing business. Each episode is intended to be valuable, cut to the chase, and actionable, so you can begin to implement quickly and easily to get the results you want in your business. Thank you for listening. Now let's get to work on making you brandtastic. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of REI Branded Podcast. I am your host, Paul Copcut, and this week I want to share with you a little bit of a story, something happened to me recently, and some lessons that we can all learn from uh, the good and the bad that came from that, uh, that, that experience. So I recently received yet another survey from my, my mobile phone supplier. Um, I've been with this company well over 20 years. Um, I'm probably one of those unusual customers that is actually loyal and stays to a mobile phone company because their churn rates are typically quite high. And from time to time, uh, fairly regularly, I get uh, feedback surveys. Sometimes these feedback surveys are offering me products or services I have absolutely no interest in, and I indicate that uh, in my email preferences, and I still continue to get those surveys. Um, And then I finally just got exasperated with the whole experience, and I got yet another feedback survey. And so in the answer to question one, I actually put the answer of, I don't think you're even reading these surveys. And if you are, I would appreciate it if you could respond and let me know that is the case. And what do you think I heard? Yep, absolutely crickets, nothing, no feedback whatsoever. And it really frustrated me even more so than normal. I was thinking of how much I might have actually spent with this company over the years that I've had a mobile phone account. And I would guess conservatively fifteen to $20,000, probably even more than that. So if you think of the lifetime value of a customer and what I'm worth to them as a customer, do you think they could actually take the time to respond to at least one of those surveys where I've asked them to say, are you actually reading this? I'd love to know and still not choosing to reach out. Um, this is you know, this is astounding to me in today's day and age, and it's not like I don't have choice. Um, it's probably just you know, lack of reason to change because the Canadian mobile phone companies are all pretty much the same and everybody's charges are pretty much the same. And you know, is it better the devil I know? Um, but I'm almost getting to the point now where I think, you know, I think I might just change just for the sheer hell of it and let them know that they finally lost me uh, because they just are not listening. So when you think about your own requests for feedback and whether that's through a survey or whether that's through asking people a few questions, it's so critical that you are actually going to be prepared to do something with it. 
you know, what, what are we learning from this mobile phone company and their lack of the ability to even respond to loyal, very loyal customers? Um, you know, they're, they're chasing the new business. They're chasing the new signups on their mobile phones, but they're not looking after their existing customers. And I'm sure if you speak to every sales expert out there, they will give you percentages as to how much more difficult and how much more costly it is to go and find a new customer versus keeping an existing customer happy. The lessons for me from this experience and the lessons for you from this experience is if you are going to ask for feedback, I've said it, do something with it, decide to do something with it. Secondly, you want to think about reviewing your marketing processes. Um, you know, are they working or are they not? You know, there's there's somebody, there's a chief marketing officer for this company somewhere sitting in an office, sitting with a team of marketing people, and I'm sure it's not a small department, who said, you know, we need to go and send, send out these surveys. We need to get feedback. We need to get, you know, know what our customers are thinking. And, you know, this chief marketing officer is asleep at the wheel. You know, they really are not paying attention to what they're directing their people to do. Or if they are um, expecting their people to come back to them, their people are not doing the job that they uh, expected to do with regards to these, this survey and, and customer feedback. So if you're, going to, if you're going to have marketing processes, be sure that you're doing, you know, checking in on, on a regular basis and are they giving you the information you want? And I don't even know if they are getting the information they want because they don't seem to respond to the information when, when it is given to them. And you have to remember, you know, the big lesson with regards to this is that every interaction that somebody has with you is a reflection of your brand whether that is a survey, an email, a phone call, a social media post, a blog article, uh, a networking interaction, a phone conversation, whatever it is, is a reflection of your brand, good or bad. Now, obviously, the reflection of this brand in my eyes, my perception is, yeah, I get great service from, you know, in terms of uh, I'm, I'm pretty much connected all the time. It's great reach. I get reach right across Canada and into the US. You know, it's, it's a highly effective phone system, but their customer service sucks. Like, really sucks. Or at least their marketing sucks because they're not using it. So think how that could be a reflection of your brand every time somebody comes across. And, you know, not just what a, what's your perception, but if you start to share that with other people as I'm doing today and sharing that with everybody who's listening to this. I'm not telling you who the company is, of course, but you know, it's still a reflection, a negative reflection of their brand. Some calls to action that you can take away. So three steps where that you can learn from this poor experience uh, that you can follow and ensure that with feedback, uh, you're, you're heading in the right direction and your marketing is being utilized to the best of its effect. When you get feedback, listen to it. People, if people are taking the time to give you feedback, we're all busy. We're all busy. And you know, you're probably like me. You, you go to websites sometimes and uh, something pops up and says, once you've completed your experience on this website, would you take a few minutes to fill in a survey? Most of the time, I ignore those. Sometimes I might. 
Um, you know, quite often it will be a shopping experience and, and they want some feedback on that. But, you know, the more and more that I think of my experience with this mobile phone company, the more I think, well, how many other companies are not listening? How many other companies are not responding to that feedback? Is it really worth my time? But if people are taking the time to give you feedback, they're wanting to do it from a place of helping. It's not there to necessarily criticize you. If they are giving you negative feedback, it's still because they they care enough that they've taken time to give you that feedback. So you asked for it as well. You asked for that feedback. So use it. Um, secondly, be mindful of how you respond. You need to think about the tone that you're going to use, whether that's in a follow-up phone call or in you know, the language that you use in, in an email. Very easily, again, even if the feedback is negative, even if the feedback is something you're not going to do anything about, or you think the customer is wrong or worse, if you're thinking that worse, you still want to think about the tone that you're going to go back to them with and, and, and ensure that you're not damaging the customer or client relationship potentially further than it is already damaged. And thirdly, you need to decide what you're going to do. You need to take action, even if it's a follow-up with, thank you, uh, that is our policy. I'm sorry that you feel this way. This is not something we're going to budge on. But make sure you're following up. Decide what you're going to do and make sure you're following up. You know, I'm still waiting for any kind of response from this, this survey. I wonder if I'm going to get a response if I decide to go and switch to somebody else. Am I going to get a phone call or a survey saying, why did you leave us? Um, maybe, but I kind of know they're not going to be listening anyway. So, you know, they've lost. They've lost a lifetime customer worth over $20,000. So in summary, when you're thinking about asking for feedback, take a step back for a second and, and think about what is that feedback? You know, what are you going to do with that feedback? What do you want to learn from that feedback? And how are you going to respond to it in a way that ensures the customer or client or prospect knows that you're listening? feels they're, they're being heard, but also you still adhere to your brand and your marketing and whatever your policies are, but in a way that leaves people kind of thinking, you know, that company, I, I didn't agree with them, but at least they got back to me. Um, you know, my case, I don't think anything of this company. I, I just think they're probably just taking my money and hoping I'm just going to keep sticking around. I hope that's been useful. Um, would love to know what you think and we'll catch you on the next episode. And if you're wondering where your real estate investing brand currently stands and some steps to make it more brandtastic, you can download our free REI brand checklist at reibranded.com forward slash checklist. That's reibranded.com forward slash checklist. Thank you for listening and have a brandtastic day.